Welcome to this episode of We Are the Jacksons, where you get the straight goods from Malik and Shay Jackson as they discuss all things related to love, relationships, kids, and parenting. And after 20 plus years of marriage, they should know. Get ready for the good, the bad, and the ugly. Here's Malik and Shay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to We Are the Jacksons. I am Shay Jackson, and I am joined by my co-host, Malik Jackson. And this is episode 10, Defining Responsibilities. Before we get started, we want to give some examples of what we mean when we say responsibilities, like who does the household chores, or do you both do them, who pays the bills, cooking, helping with kids' homework, after schools activities, and also spirituality. So those are some of the responsibilities when we're talking about defining responsibilities, what we have in mind. One of the things that I want to start off with is some misconceptions I know that I had and maybe Malik as well had when we first got married when it came to who does what or what we had in our mind when it came to responsibilities. So I'll talk about my childhood. So I grew up in a two-parent household and my dad was considered the breadwinner because he worked full-time. My mom worked also, but it was more part-time. And as a child, I remember seeing that or thinking not so much seeing but thinking that my dad was the one who brought home the bacon and also fried it up so I thought that he paid all of the bills and what my mom was responsibility or the things that she did she was the major cooker of the family she was the one who did most of the household cleaning she was the one who mostly Um, disciplined or watched over me when it came to education because she was at home the most. I did go to a public school, but then I went to a private school for about four years. And during that time, there was no bus. So my mom was the one who would shuttle me back and forth to school. And so being in that environment growing up, that was what I believed a mom and dad did. That was what a husband and wife did was the husband was the breadwinner. He was the one um, that made most of the money and the wife was the supporter. Were there other examples out there in the world where there were two parent households, uh, two income households and um, single parent households? Yes, but in my childhood, that was what was modeled for me. And that is something I carried into our marriage for a very um, long time until as we continued on in our marriage, Malik and I came to a point we Uh, talked about responsibilities and we'll talk about that a little bit more also some misconceptions that come along with responsibilities is having those traditional mindsets and I did mention before about the husband being the one who um, is the breadwinner or makes the most money and the wife is considered the homemaker or like my sister Stephanie says the uh 
social or the home engineer, domestic engineer, where she's the one who takes care of everything that's in the house. And in moving into our marriage, when we got married, like I said before, had that mindset and Malik came from a different household and a different upbringing. And so his model of who took care of what responsibilities were different from mine and in that there were some assumptions that we both had about who was supposed to do what and I'll let my husband talk about that a little bit more thank you honey so for me I grew up in a single parent household Uh, my mom uh, she she was the breadwinner uh, and she was the sole breadwinner. Um, and so, uh, as far as as far as I was concerned, um, the the parent that worked didn't really matter if it was a a male or a female. In my case, it was a female because she was the only parent that I had. And so, uh, when it came to household chores, we all pitched in. Um, my brothers, my brother, and my sister and I, we all. Uh, just did whatever we needed to do to kind of keep the house in some type of decent order while mom was out working so she wouldn't be mad when she came home. And so uh, for us, and even even as my mom grew up, uh, she grew up in a pretty large family. Um, you know, when kids got to a certain age, they started working and they started contributing to the household. And that that was pretty much the same way it happened in my home as well. You know, I turned 16 somewhere in high school and I started working at Kroger and then I became responsible for a bill. And so it just kind of flowed into that, uh, that when you were able to make a contribution, then you were able to take on a responsibility. Um, As far as. As far as in a marriage type setting, though, you know, taking some of these misconceptions and assuming them uh, into your into your relationship, that can be dangerous because you have a you have an assumption that the way that you learned uh, certain responsibilities would be taken care of is how it should be how it should work uh, in, in in your marriage and that just may not be the case because you ultimately you may not know where your spouse uh, is coming from when it comes to those uh, responsibilities and their feelings on them so uh, it's 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 critical to have thorough and detailed discussion discussions during premarital counseling or maybe in the first month of your marriage about who's going to take on those responsibilities who's going to be responsible for checking the mail and and making sure that the bills are you know corralled in one spot and kept up with who's going to be responsible for preparing meals um, especially with the busy schedule and we haven't even gotten to if kids are thrown into it, you know, who's going to be responsible for household chores on a day-to-day basis just to maintain some kind of order and decency in the home. You know, the list goes on and on kids homework. My wife talked about it, you know, after school activities, these are all things that need to be discussed in detail so that, you know, certain responsibilities don't fall through the crack. Believe me, it's no fun when someone forgets to pay the water bill and 
when you come home from work and the water's been shut off, you know, Shay and I had to learn that the hard way a couple of times uh, because we, we, we just hadn't yet defined that responsibility uh, or, or who was going to be responsible for taking the action on that. And it, and it seems like it's something simple. Oh, you see a bill, you take care of it. But if if, if someone's not assigned uh, that responsibility and they and they take responsibility for it, then it can fall through the cracks. I think one of the uh, another key and uh, another key point uh, in assigning those responsibilities is understanding each understanding one another's strengths and weaknesses. You know, I, I would say that my wife is a much more uh, analytical person than I am. She's also a bit more organized than I am. And that's one of her strengths. Um, and so we found out early on that me being responsible for keeping up with the bills probably was not the best, you know, the best situation. You know, I would have bills scattered from the kitchen to the living room to our bedroom. And, you know, it's very easy for things to 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 fall through the cracks when there's no organization when it comes to the bills. And so, um, what we what we did was once we understood that we said well maybe it's better if you you know you take over that responsibility and so she did and I took over some other responsibilities that didn't require as much uh, organization but nonetheless I, I still had to look for opportunities to learn organization as well because regardless of, of, of what responsibilities you have tasked to you, you still need to have a, an organized manner in which you execute those responsibilities. So uh, making sure that you you work toward or gear those responsibility assignments to each other's strengths and weaknesses just makes it a, a, much, a much less cumbersome experience uh, for, for both of you, because you're handling something that, hey, you kind of have a, a strength in uh, as opposed to handling something that you might be weak in. Um, also, responsibilities are, are not indefinite and, and they can change uh, throughout a marriage. Um, that's something that um, we, we need to be cognizant of that as time, as time passes, as situations change, uh, as family dynamics, uh, begin to change, then it, it may become necessary for, uh, uh, one spouse to take on some of the responsibilities that the other spouse may have had and shouldered for a while. But now that with a new family dynamic, uh, you have to take that over. And so, um, I'll let my wife speak a little bit more about that. Thanks, honey. I totally agree. And of course, we like to give examples of our life, uh, some of the good things and also lessons learned so that um, you can understand that it's a normal part of it's a normal part of marriage that can be avoided if like what Malik said, we just take time to communicate and discuss it. So. <laughs> a situation that I want to talk about is there was a light bill. We had moved into an apartment and we didn't receive a bill for like five or six months. And so I would call and say, hey, we haven't received a bill. What's going on? And all of those things. Now, mind you, 
I still had in my mind, even though I was calling during that time. And I think we had been married maybe two years and I felt like, well, since Malik is the man remember what I said how I grew up and I'm not I never really saw physically my dad pay bills I just thought that that's what he did like he brought the money and he would pay the bills and that could have been totally untrue but looking from at through a child's eyes I believe that that's what my dad did because he was my dad he was my hero he was my you know everything out I'm a daddy's girl. So I told Malik, okay, you're going to take care of the bill. So I felt like once the bill was astronomical when we received it, but the uh, electric company, they realized that it was their mistake. They said that was fine. All we needed to do is just call them and they would set up a plan because it was their mistake. They had saw that I had called mess up on their part of course we still have to pay for the electricity we use so this situation was the time that i chose for malik to step up and take <laughs> take care of this situation all he had to do was just call the electric company and set up the payment plan and he knew it right but one of the <laughs> one of my husband's I don't know if I should call it a weakness Malik forgets things very easily now when we first got married I felt like because I remember a lot and when we first got married I kind of felt like he had selective amnesia because he didn't want to take care of stuff but his memory is really bad like for real and so he forgot and so he you know he was going to work and I was like you can just do it and I'm trying to help him out and I'm saying well I'm not your mom I shouldn't have to follow up with you and all this kind of stuff and it wasn't me and I'm saying it because I think other women out there when they're helping their husband they can have that mindset of well I'm not your mom and it's not being their mom it's supporting them because in a marriage everyone has strengths and everyone has weaknesses and so wherever that person is weak if you're strong in it it's not being a parental type person it's just helping them and supporting them because you have the strength and they don't and there's no there shouldn't be any judgment in that right I knew this was me proving and kind of thinking Malik uh really didn't have an awful memory like he does Needless to say, the time period passed, Malik forgot to call and set up the payment plan, and when we got home one day, the lights were off. <laughs> I was so mad, I didn't know what to do. And you know, what really should have happened is I should have followed through. I shouldn't have tried to make or take a stand on, well, you need to take care of this. We hadn't had that discussion yet. And that's why we believe that it's important, again, a lesson learned, it's important for you to sit down and talk about who should do what. So in our marriage, like I said before, there were things that I thought that I was supposed to do because I was the mom and all of that and the wife and I was at home uh, for most of our kids early formidable years I was at home 
but as our kids have gotten older, I don't cook as much. So Malik and I share cooking responsibilities. We share household chores and all of those things. And so it is important, like he said, to just discuss it and have a conversation. Um, I'll be honest, I don't like cleaning the bathroom. And so that's something that I asked Malik to do. And I'll do other things that he may not, may not necessarily don't want to do, but I'll take care of something else or stay on top of, top of some another ch household chore. And he takes care of the bathroom. And it's just being able to be unified and having communication about it is such a key thing. So now we're gonna move in and talk about our vision board. We will be having our vision board, virtual vision board party this Saturday, January 16th. And we've been talking about it over the past episodes. So what I wanna do is kind of go over those categories again. If you haven't started and you want to join and sign up, please do so. And it takes just some time for you to it be really effective and productive. What you need to do is go ahead and you and your spouse prepare for those things so that you will be ready when we have our virtual party. Some of the categories include relationship quotes, travel and leisure, business, legacy type things, also material possessions, personal goals that you wanna see um, for yourself and also your personal goals that your spouse would want to um, have accomplished as well. And even though this is a couple's vision board, there are some things we do want you to say as an individual, you want to accomplish as well. Your goals could be one year, two years, what you wanna see in five years or 10 years. One of the examples I wanted to give just to kind of help get your mind going is a relationship quote. And if you're on our uh, Facebook page or you follow our Facebook page or you follow us on Instagram, on Mondays and Wednesdays, we have relationship quotes and I'm the one responsible for relationship quotes and I really like looking at them because it gives you a moment to take time and think about what is what the relationship quote is saying. And we also say a relationship quote at the end, but for me, that is something that I will have on my vision board that I'm gonna create because I like relationship quotes, especially ones that are meaty, impactful, and they make you think. Now I'll hand it over to my wonderful husband so that he can give you the guess what? Relationship quote. And the relationship quote for today is, a happy marriage is a selfless journey in which the happiness of another person is essential to your own. And that is by George and Yvonne Levy. Well, that will conclude our episode nine podcast. My name is Malik. And I am Shay. And we are the Jacksons. Thank you. You've been listening to We Are the Jacksons with Malik and Shay. We hope you enjoyed the show and gleaned a little insight along the way. Follow them on Facebook at We Are The Jacksons or visit them online at wearethejacksons.com. Until next time, keep it real and keep smiling. <laughs>